Hey, thanks for listening to the BamaInsider.com podcast. On today's show, I talk Alabama Crimson Tide football. Each Wednesday night, you can catch my live show on YouTube or at BamaInsider.com, where I just talk Alabama Crimson Tide football. Here we go with the show from Wednesday, August 19th. What's going on, everyone? It's Kyle Henderson, BamaInsider.com. What an action-packed week it's been. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, please let me know where you're coming from in the comment box. Uh, big night tonight. We're going to talk Alabama Crimson Tide football on Tuesday night. And that was last night. We talked with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. Big recruiting scoop. Jalen Milrow now on board. Alabama has 19 to this dynamic class of 2021. Today, I caught up with Kyrie Jackson. You got to check that interview out right here on our YouTube channel. Of course, all the coverage back at BamaInsider.com. How's everybody doing tonight? Guys ready to talk some football? Finally had some pads. Uh, well, not really pads, but we finally had some football. We had Nick Saban on Monday. We had uh, Sarkeesian um, on Tuesday as well. So, so much to go over. Alabama's football schedule was, was released. So I want to take your calls uh, later on in the show, 205-686-3604. So I'm really happy to be here. Really happy to be talking um, you know, the, about the 2020 season and uh, got some nuggets that I also want to distribute your way. All that and more coming up right here on um the BamInsider.com call-in show. So I think the first order of business is kind of just to, uh, I want to update you real quick on the Super Chat, um, Hall of Honor, and go over the Loyalty Club, and then we'll get moving. Um, here's a Super Chat, Hall of Honor. Remember, all tips and all Super Chat go right to the host tonight. I'm the I'm your guy, Kyle Henderson. So uh, there's a look. Tony Hill, Ronald Williams, uh, Randall Williams certainly moving up. Bombs Edwards certainly on the rise. And Paul Robinson always doing his thing. Of course, you can hit the join button at the bottom of this video and become a member of our Touchdown Club or our Loyalty Club. Um, so thank you very much to everybody that contributes. And, um, you know, really uh, thankful for all the contributions right here on BamiInsider.com. Um, we got a chance to hear from Nick Saban on Monday. And Nick Saban was asked right off the bat if there was any opt-outs or any players that um, you know were not going to play this season. He didn't give us an exact answer, and um, a lot of people have been asking: Are there any players that you know haven't been at practice? There's been a couple guys, to be honest, that we've heard have not been at practice. Here's what Nick Saban said: um, He addressed it straight up, and he said because of their privacy privacy concerns and that the players want to keep this internal. This is his point. So uh, here's Nick Saban on on players opting out, and we'll start right there only have Brandon Cajo has a slight knee injury, probably out for a few days. Um, you know, like I said, we're, we're not going to, uh, we're going to keep all those issues internal to our team. Uh, the players have asked me to do that, uh, and I agree with them. You know, that's what I meant by the privacy laws of uh, what we have to do to protect guys, you know, in college football. So, um you know, if and when a player is ready to make an announcement about that, we'll, we'll give it to you, and that'll be his prerogative to do that. All right, Jackie with the uh, the Super Chat. So thank you so much, Jackie White. You're certainly climbing on the leaderboard. And, um, you know, not only Jackie White is a, a contributor right here on BamaInsider.com, but she's also um, a member of BamaInsider.com. Remember, that promo code is simply Roll Tide at checkout. We also got Rama Jamma getting the party started. So thank you so much. Um, I mean, really means a lot that you guys, um, you know, would super chat me out tonight. It means a lot. You know, a lot goes into these um, shows. I mean, there's a lot of preparation to make sure that the B-roll is cut, that everything is good and ready. And, of course, you know, got to uh, put the tie on and look presentable for you because you guys deserve quality content. So thank you very much, Rama Jamma. Off to a good start. Jackie White and Rama Jamma on the house already. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So. Nick Saban, as I mentioned, you know, he talked about the opt-outs and if players were going to opt out. And um, then he was also asked about, you know, the situation that's going on, you know, here, here in this society with COVID and the pandemic that we are facing um, and his stance on masks. You know, he's been telling everybody to wear their masks. And um, here's Nick Saban talking about that situation. Remember, there was all those kids outside of Galette's just recently. And here's Nick Saban, Nick Saban's comments on that. I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm not criticizing anybody here, but... Uh, a lot of people have asked that we wear masks when we're in public, uh, when we're in crowds, when we're in large groups of people, that we keep social distanced. And I, I don't think they're doing that just for the heck of it. Uh, I think there's a reason for it. Uh, we're trying to control the spread of this disease. Uh, and I think that our ability to do that is going to go a long way in saying whether we can play football or not. 
Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, I, I think Nick Saban wants a football season. I think we all want a college football season. Um, as you saw recently, it looks like Bryant Denny will have 20% capacity. Um, I have no idea, you know, what, what that means for the rest of Tuscaloosa. I, I know there's no tailgating, so interesting times, but it looks like we are inching closer to a college football season. Um, you guys saw it as well. Here's Alabama's football schedule for the 2020 season at Missouri, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi State, open on November 7th. Got a game at LSU November 14th, and then Kentucky, Auburn, um, right during that Thanksgiving weekend, and then at Arkansas, and then the SEC Championship there at December 19th. So there's a schedule. We'll we'll go over that more in detail, and I'll take your calls, and we can kind of talk about um, that particular schedule and, and get your feedback on an SEC-only schedule. Now, I think Nick Saban, along with you, um, along with me, felt that Alabama's defense needs to improve um, going into the season. I think Nick Saban um, knows that Dylan Moses coming back certainly is going to boost up the defense for the 2020 season. And here's Nick Saban talking about that defense and what he wants to see in terms of an improved product in 2020. Well, I think we need to improve overall on defense. I mean, you know, we gave up 18 and a half points a game last year, which is the most we've given up. The last two years, we've given up the most points uh, we have for a long time. And, um, you know, I, I think we need um, better leadership. Um, I think Dylan Moses can provide some of that. Uh, I think we have to play better against the run. Uh, I don't think we played very well in the red area last year. Uh, we did a great job of getting turnovers. We got 28, you know, turnovers last year, which was first in the conference. All right. So that was Nick Saban on the defense. And um, thanks again, Ramajama, for the Super Chat. Sincerely appreciate all Super Chats tonight. Go to the host, Kyle Henderson. So uh, thank you so much. Um, I, I think, as you know, Dylan Moses returning. How big is that for Alabama this coming season, just to have your veteran back? I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to Dylan Moses. I recently posted an interview with him. Very articulate young man. Um, I mean, the, the guy knows the defense in and out. He wants to be perfect. He's a perfectionist, not only on the defensive side, but he wants the offense to be perfect as well. Um, here's Dylan Moses talking about what he wants to see from the defense this season. Um, I honestly feel like, you know, the defense as a whole just needs to get better at, with communication and everyone just has to be confident. And I feel like with me being out there, it gives guys a sense of uh, security and, you know, confidence in our communication to where we'll be able to, you know, communicate from one side of the field to the other. So, uh Another thing we also need to work on is um, making teams one-dimensional. So, and we have to have to have that mindset, you know, when we go out on the field. So it's more so like more of a mental thing. So that's what I've been trying to focus on since I've been back. All right, I'm going to take your calls in just a minute. 205-686-3604 is the number to call in. The call-in number is at the bottom of the screen on this ticker. Um, switching to the offensive side of the ball, as you know, Alabama loaded coming into the 2020 season. So much talent. The quarterback position for Mac Jones coming back with a lot of experience. I mean, he's played, I think it's 24, 25 games during his tenure at Alabama. Returns, of course, you got Bryce Young, you got Paul Tyson, two very qualified quarterbacks stepping in. And I think, you know, you know, listening to Nick Saban, all these guys are going to have to be ready to go. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. Um, so all these guys need to be prepped and ready to go. Here is uh, Steve Sarkeesian, who we got a chance to listen to. And Steve Sarkeesian, it's just a pleasure to listen to him. He's so polished. He's a head coach and now making 2.5, which makes him the highest paid assistant coach in the entire country. He talked about he wants to be at Alabama. This is the place where he feels that he's best suited for right now. Um, Alabama has a lot of continuity on the offensive side of the ball. Think about this before I get to this next clip of Sark talking about Mac Jones. Alabama returns Sarkeesian, right? Their OC and quarterbacks coach. They also return Charles Huff, their running backs coach. Tight end Jeff Banks, he returns for a second season, and Kyle Flood. All those guys on the offensive side of the ball. So I think while Alabama missed out on the spring season and, you know, things have been bumpy in the summertime, I think the continuity of those guys just knowing where things are is certainly going to help this already experienced offense. Here's Sarkeesian talking about Mac Jones. I think Mac got kind of thrown to the fire in the Tennessee game, if we remember. And I think if you look back, and Mac will be the first one to tell you, a little bit of shock and awe getting thrown into that game and took a couple hits and maybe didn't play his best. Then he gets a start against Arkansas, plays pretty well. And then Tua goes down again, and we got to go to Auburn, um, you know, coming off the Western Carolina game. He's got to start that game against a very good defense. And Mac really had two bad plays in that game, 
unfortunately, they were for 14 points for Auburn. But the rest of that game, I mean, the guy showed me a lot of toughness, a lot of moxie, stood in, stood in there, took hits, rebounded from some, those difficult plays, drove us down when we needed it. So got a lot of confidence there. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, the way that Mac Jones played during the later part of the season was exceptional. I mean, the, the way he played against Michigan, the Citrus Bowl was fantastic, hitting his receivers right on stride. Looks to me like he's really improved as well. I mean, I got some B-roll of him um, from practice, and um, he looks to be really on the money. He looks to have added some good weight, and here's uh, some good footage of the quarterbacks. I think Mac Jones has, um, you know, worked on that arm velocity. I, I think that, you know, that was a big concern, in my opinion, that he didn't have that arm strength um, last season, and I think he certainly has some zip on the football right here um, from him in his first year, just being a freshman. And I'm curious to see how he um, does in game situations when he gets a, a chance to play. And of course, you have uh, Paul Tyson, who's a redshirt freshman, big quarterback, six foot five, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Look at this pass right here, right on the right on the money, and that's to Trey Sanders, his running back. So. Um, all that footage back at BamInsider.com or right here on our YouTube channel. By the way, take a minute and hit the thumbs up button on this video. If you're enjoying the content right now, um, hit the thumbs up button. We're almost at 35,000 subscribers. Um, you know, when I first came into this, uh, you know, position at BamInsider.com, and I'm I'm owner of the of the website, and um, something I'm really proud about is the product that we put out on a daily basis. Andrew Bone does such an exceptional job. Tony Sukalis, a very talented team writer. So when I look at you know what our YouTube page is at now, at almost 35,000. Um, it really makes me excited because I know that it's a quality product. So we're trying to get better all the time. And I know you have options out there because it's Alabama football and rightfully so. But, um, you know, I'm inviting you to come to BamaInsider.com to get the quality content that you deserve. So um, hope you're enjoying this. Please take a minute to hit the thumbs up button. Of course, right in front of Mac Jones, it's all about the big boys, right? And um, from the looks of it, it looks like Alabama is going to go with a more experienced offensive line into the 2020 season um, with the bookends being Alex Leatherwood. Evan Neal on the outside at the tackle position. I mean, Evan Neal, six foot seven, three hundred and sixty pounds, started every game last season, which is phenomenal as a freshman at the guard position. Um, you have looks like Landon Dickerson is going to be playing the guard position at like at least for right now, and then you have Deontay Brown at the other guard position. And then um, so far to start off fall training camp, it's been Chris Owens at center. Here's Sarkeesian talking about that very experienced offensive line. Let me get you that clip. Well, I mean, we obviously have an abundance of, uh, of experience up front. Um, when you start talking about Deontay Brown, Landon Dickerson, uh, Alex Leatherwood, um, Chris Owens, Evan Neal, um, th those guys have played a lot of football. And I think one of the things that comes out of it is the communication factor. Those guys can communicate really well with one another up front. I think, too, their communication to us as coaches, they've seen a lot of football. Uh, they know some of the issues the defense is presenting, and so uh, making the proper adjustments that way. Steve Sarkeesian, just so polished, right? I mean, you could listen to his uh, interview all the time and just you feel like you're even getting smarter on the offensive side of the ball just because he has such a wealth of knowledge. Same with Nick Saban. I mean, you, I, I listen to his uh, press conferences, and I'll just listen again and again because I feel that he's, he's speaking so much knowledge. I mean, you're listening to the greatest – you know, college football coach of all time. So um, anytime you get to hear these guys speak, uh, definitely listen up because uh, they're certainly painting a good picture about the team. Also got a chance and an opportunity to speak with Devontae Smith. I know he's a fan favorite. Um, you can watch that interview in its entirety right here on our YouTube channel. Devontae Smith, 1,200 yards, 68 receptions last year. Phenomenal, right? And that's alongside Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. Both those guys making um, double-digit millions right now with the Denver Broncos and the Raiders. So um, had a chance to talk with Devontae Smith, the most humble cat you'll ever uh, speak to. I remember he caught the game winner in the natty, and we talked with him right after that. And he's like, yeah, just back to business. Here's Devontae Smith in, in a short clip. Like, it's some things last year I could have done better that I'm definitely going to do this year. More of just being more of a vocal leader instead of just trying to lead by example because – some people, they can see what you do, and it, and it really just don't register to them. You have to talk to them and talk people through things. So being more of a vocal leader. Short and sweet, right? I mean, that's, that's how Devontae is, just uh, short and sweet and to the point. Says a lot without saying a lot, if you get what, I, get what I'm saying. 
Um, the running backs have looked fantastic. I mean, Najee Harris, um, just in, in beast mode already, six foot two, 230 pounds, actually has some sort of a documentary coming out called The Campaign. So keep tabs on his social media feed for more of that. Um, but look at him. I mean, just crisp and polished. I can't believe he's coming back. Brian Robinson looks to be um, quicker as well. I mean, he's right out of Hillcrest, as we've talked about many times. Looks Look at that. Right out of those cuts looks great. Um, also have Trey Sanders, who's a very talented freshman. And then, of course, um, all the other true freshmen behind him. So I'll take your calls right now, 205-686-3604, and uh, we can get it going and we can kind of dive into uh, this fall training camp and talk about some of the questions that you might have um, going into this season. So 205-686-3604 is the number to call in. Uh, I'll take your calls right now and uh, we can have some dialogue about Alabama Crimson Tide football. So um, I think, uh, you know, when, when you look at this team overall, and, you know, kind of what's expected about this team going into this season. Now, number two, after the Big Ten pulled out um, behind Clemson, so much experience on the offensive side of the ball. And it starts with this young man right here, Najee Harris. Um, and I think, you know, the arsenal that Alabama has just overall, I mean, just uh, you know, so much talent, so much experience on the offense. And with the continuity, as I already talked about with the coaches coming back, I mean, what's going to stop this offense? Probably just itself, right? I think my questions are more on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, we got our first uh, call coming in. So let's take this call. Hey, Harris, what's going on? It's Kyle Henderson. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Hey, Kyle, I am doing well. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, certainly appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. I, hey, I, I'm calling. Absolutely. Look, I was calling because I'm really excited about the defensive line depth. I think that uh, Bama is creating enough depth so they could get back to the Bama hole. Mm -hmm. And I am calling out of New Orleans, so I'm really excited about my own boy, Ishmael Softshare. It's my understanding that he's lost a little weight. He's looking much better than he did when he, when he reported last year. Yeah, I think when you look at a player like Ishmael Softshare, um, you know, he, he's a guy that everybody had high expectations for, you know, coming in as a freshman, just like all these freshmen do. And I think he came in a little bit too heavy last year, in my opinion. And, um, you know, from the from the footage that we've seen and from, you know, talking with people, it looks to be a little bit more light on his feet. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity for a lot of these defensive linemen to get um, playing time this year. They got a new defensive line coach and Freddie Roach. And, um, you know, it's up to them to prove it during this time, during this fall camp time. That's why it's so vital um, that the NCAA extended this time for the SEC um, in order or or that the SEC extended the time rather just because these guys needed to really get acclimated because they didn't have that springtime to really, um, you know, have that growth period. Um, Ismael Sopcher, I, I think, is a guy who we're certainly watching. Want to see what happens as we move closer to having some sort of scrimmages. Um, you, you talk about the guys from Louisiana. I think I talked about this on my last show. Think about this fact, Factor. You have Chris Allen, you have Dylan Moses, and you have Christian Harris. All those guys out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So Nick Saban continues to get the best, or at least try to, at the best from Louisiana. And to think about all those guys starting on defense for Alabama is pretty amazing. Hey, man, I can't even wear my Alabama shirt in the store around <laughs> here without, without getting in trouble. But I'll get off and let someone else call in. And thank you so much for what you're doing. And I really look forward to every Wednesday and listen to your show. All right. Thank you so much, Harris. I appreciate it, buddy. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Uh, call line is open 205-686-3604. Um, and you know, kind of to, to give you some background, like you see all this B-roll footage and you see all this stuff going on. I literally do this all at the same time. So if I, you know, kind of glance off, it's because I'm answering a phone or I'm adding some B-roll or something like that. I, I don't have a producer. So I am the producer. I am the host. I, I do take your call. So, uh, the butcher, the baker, the Alabama football, uh, shaker, if you want. So uh, 205-686-3604 is the number to call in. And uh, just like Harris was talking about, I mean, Ismael Sopcher is certainly a guy that we have on our radar. Uh, but my questions really are about this defense and how will this defense improve going into the 2020 season? I think it starts, um, you know, with this young man right here, Dylan Moses. I mean, you look at uh, Dylan Moses and, and what he brings to the table. Um, certainly, uh, you know, a, a key contributor. Hey, what's going on? You're on the line with Kyle Henderson, who I'm on the line with, and where are you calling in from? This is Alex in Cincinnati. Hey, what's up, Alex? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Go ahead, man. Take it. So I was just wondering, in your opinion, 
it look, it seems like almost every position on, on both sides of the ball, there's a lot of quality depth. Um, what position would you say specifically do you see incoming freshmen having the biggest opportunity to contribute early? Um, I would definitely say outside linebacker. I know we've talked about Ben Davis. Um, I know we've talked about Chris Allen, but I mean, you have guys like uh, Will Anderson, you have guys like Drew Sanders, you have guys like Chris Broswell that I think could certainly contribute. Um, I don't know if any of those guys are really going to start um, because I think, you know, they're going to give every opportunity to Ben Davis and Chris Allen. Those guys are their veterans. Those guys have worked to get where they're at. Um, but I would definitely say the outside linebacker position just because um, they're a little thin at that position, but also um, these outside linebackers are very, very talented. I mean, William Anderson, um, a guy that, you know, a lot of people like and a guy and, and rightfully so. I mean, th these these guys coming in as freshmen at that outside linebacker position, if they don't start now. Um, they're definitely starting next season and they're going to be scary on defense for years to come. I agree. The, the one that I, the big one that I was thinking of was um, the safety position. I know that they have Jordan Battle coming back, but it seems like after that, it seems like there's a lot of unproven people and people who haven't necessarily started. Um, the big name that I've been hearing from a lot of people was Brian Branch, is that he was really impressing. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard similar things. You know, uh, Brian Branch is a guy, a lot of athleticism, um, came in here as an athlete, and I think um, I think you bring up a good point. I mean, behind these safeties, I mean, who's it going to be? Because you have currently, um, you have Battle, you have Daniel Wright, um, and then, you know, you got Eddie Smith, you got DeMarco Hellams, uh, Brian Branch. I think it'll be interesting to see where he contributes, if, if it's at safety, if it's at corner. Um, and I think he can be versatile. I've also heard good things about Jalen Armar Davis at the star position. And I want to see if Patrick Sertan stays at corner, um, because as we saw last year, you know, played at that star position, but Alabama certainly needs to improve at that corner position and then look for another player like Josh Job um, to earn that starting corner position. So as I was alluding to before you called in, my questions are on the defensive side. And I think a lot of people um, have questions about Alabama's improved defense. Are we going to see an improved defense and a defense from Alabama's past? Because offenses are only getting better. And Al Alabama certainly struggled to stop um, high potent offenses last year. Mm -hmm. I was telling my wife, I don't care really what the record is. I don't care anything else. I just want to see a solid defense this year. I just want to see <laughs> one good year of Dylan Moses, one year of Dylan Moses at his, at his, at his best. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. I mean, uh, Dylan Moses uh, is a guy that um, I have so much respect for just because um, everything that he went through last year, he never complained. He never showed self-pity, um, just got right back to it. And he's a leader. He's the guy that you want, um, you know, leading this defense. And and I think after this season, whatever type of season it is, he's certainly going to be a guy that flies off the draft board quick because not only does he have it from a talent perspective, he has it from an intellectual standpoint as well. Um, guy's super bright up top. And I, I'm just, you know, really excited to see what type of player he is, not only this year, but in the future. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for all the content. Yeah, I appreciate it, Alex. Thank you so much. All right. That was Alex from Ohio. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, good dialogue. I think Alex called in uh, before too. So uh, thank you. I appreciate the the callers who call in uh, multiple times. All right. 205-686-3604 is the call online. If you're new to the channel, hit the thumbs up button. Be sure and hit the bell um, to make sure that you never miss any of the notifications. I'm dropping content like crazy on this channel. Um, so much content and high quality. You know, uh, other places might just upload upload the b-roll or um you know but but i'm i'm trying to take it to the next level i mean you guys deserve the best you guys are following the alabama crimson tide so we want to make sure that we match up with the alabama crimson tide we want to be the pinnacle of alabama crimson tide coverage and coverage that you can count on every single day um got another call in hey you're on the line with kyle henderson where are you calling in from and who i'm on, on the line with You, you okay? It sounds like you took a little tumble. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm here. Okay. I was calling in tonight. Yes, sir. I was calling in tonight. I'm having a little concern with Alabama defense. I'm not really worried about the offense. I think the offense is pretty much set everywhere. They got the depth running all around as far as the running back position. Three to four deep at running back, and they probably got two or three good quarterbacks. Offensive line for the set. Defense would probably be the main issue, you know. But you do have Dylan Moses back this year and uh, Brian Ray and, uh, and, um, and Joshua. What's Josh McNeil McNeil back? 
Yeah, I, you know what? I your 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 phone is kind of a little bit low, so I'm gonna answer you on the other line. But I know you're talking about the defense. But call in again next time and, and make sure you have a higher volume. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Just you know, we got to make sure that everybody can hear the call. So uh, no disrespect. Just make sure when you're calling uh, that that we can hear you because there's a lot of people on and and they want to hear the content. But as our caller was saying, you know, he's talking about the defense and also LeBron Ray. Um, you know, you got a number change in there. He's number 18. So um, out there on your roster, make sure that you have uh, LeBron Ray as number 18. Take your calls 205-686-3604. Um, no disrespect either to our last caller. You had to cut you off. Uh, if we can't hear you, we can't we can't talk. So um, Harry Boyles, uh, heard him just fine. Okay, so maybe that was on mine. So um, call in and uh, we'll try to get the call. Uh, We'll get. We'll try to get the calls um, buttoned up moving forward. Two zero five six eight six three six zero four. Just as we said, you know the the questions for me on the defensive side of the ball. But that young man right there, Dylan Moses coming back. All eyes on him. Um, and then another, you know, another guy who's starting at that inside linebacker position, or at least for right now, is uh, Christian Harris. And he's, um, you know, two guys out of Baton Rouge starting for Alabama at the inside linebacker. There's LeBron right, right there. Number 18 looks completely shredded, right? It looks like that, that guy has been in the weight room. Um, you have, uh, Jacquez Robinson right there. Number, um, 21, uh, number 22 was actually Ronald Williams. Ronald Williams is a junior college corner. So, um, you know, that's, uh, a lot of guys, you know, who who we got to see really step up. I think Ronald Williams is a guy I'm curious to see what what type, um, you know, what what does he bring to the table as a corner? Because I think the corner position is also an area that needs improvement. Right? You got Josh Job right right there, and then you have Patrick Sertan. Two zero five six eight six three six zero four is a call in number. Um, offensive line looks good. Um, <laughs> Deontay Brown ready to roll. Call from Adrian. For- hey, Adrian, what's up? It's Kyle Henderson. Thanks for calling in, man. Man, what's going on, man? Thank you so much. Um, Adrian, right? You calling in from Virginia? Yeah, I'm calling in from Virginia. And I was wanting to know about the DB situation. Like, I know that we got Satanic Job. There's probably going to be the first two guys. But as far as three, four, and five, you know, Dan Lamb, what are your thoughts on the DBs as far as the corners? I mean, it, that's a great question because I know right now Patrick Sartan and uh, Josh Joe are the corners, but are they going to stay the corners, right? Uh, you have Jalen Armar Davis yeah. at, at that star position. Is he going to stay the star? I, I don't know. Is it, Are we going to see something from all Ronald Williams? Um, just like our last caller said, are you going to find Brandon Branch back there? So um, Brian Branch. So I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, that's a lot of my question as well. I know Jordan Battle, he's certainly going to bring it. Um, and then Daniel Wright, even though he didn't start uh, last year, he, I think he's played in over 30 games during his tenure at Alabama. So he's yeah, Daniel Wright. Yeah, Daniel Wright is another one. Yeah, Daniel Wright. You know, he's been there long enough. So, you know, so I, I definitely think it's going to be a good position to watch. Yeah, me too. And, and you got, you know, you guys got, you know, uh, Charles Kelly back there working with the safeties and you got, uh, you know, coach Scott working with the DBs and then, you know, coach Saban also works with the DBs. So, uh, you better come yeah, correct with exactly. that, that secondary. Jordan battle last year. I mean, it was a baller, right? As a freshman came in, I think he started four games last year. Yeah. Jordan bad. Then I think I do want to see what Brandon Turner's can do too. I know he's just, uh, I think he's going to be a sophomore, but uh, thanks for the call, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Call again. Uh, All right, good stuff. Talking about the DBs. Uh, I mean, I think that, um, you know, a lot of the questions are on the secondary. 205-686-3604 is the number to call in. And, uh, let me pull up some footage of uh, the the secondary, at least what I have now. I'll I'll upload I'll upload more B-roll as we continue to move forward. Um, here's Patrick Sartan right there, number two. And some of this is old B-roll. Like obviously they're not in pads right now. I mean they're just in uh, shells. Not not even shells. They're just in helmets right now. Um, I would assume that as we get you know closer within the next couple of days, we'll start to put on shells and then helmets and and whatnot. But all the all the question marks certainly um, on the secondary. Two zero five six eight six three six zero four. Um, is the number to call in. Appreciate the super chats. I appreciate all the comments in the comment box. I don't know. 
I mean, when I look at that uh, that schedule, I guess let's dive into the schedule now. Um, I'll, I'll put the whole SEC schedule up for you so you guys can check it out. What do you think? Of, I haven't even really looked at the, the whole SEC schedule. I just really looked at Bama's schedule. And, I mean, Alabama, you know, going to Missouri, I guess, you know, that might be um, a little bit of a drive and that's it, right? Uh, other than that, Alabama should be, what, two, three touchdowns, a favorite in that game? Arkansas, <laughs> poor Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas schedule is crazy, right? That's like the hardest schedule in college football history. Didn't their AD say that or something like that? Georgia, uh, then they got Auburn. I mean, that's just murderer's row week after week. Uh, Auburn taking on Kentucky. Uh, Florida, Ole Miss. Um, I mean, who do you think? I mean, has the easiest road out out of the top teams? I don't know. I mean, this is something that Nick Saban has always wanted, right? He's always wanted a conference only schedule, and he's got it. <laughs> so, um, as we take a closer look at Alabama's schedule, um, let me bring that up. Uh, as I mentioned, Alabama, Missouri. That's a big W, right? Two touchdowns at least, if not more. Um, <laughs> Frederick. Look at Frederick. Insane. Alec, Arkansas should sit one out, right? Maybe Arkansas should not play this season. Um, Alabama then, Texas A&M. I think that's an interesting game. I mean, you know, Jimbo Fisher, he's, he's going to come with it. They got a very good quarterback, Kellen Munn. Alabama's had trouble stopping him in the past. Um, so I, I would have figured he'd already be gone by now. He's coming back. Then Alabama at Ole Miss. You know how that goes. I mean, that's going to be against Lane Kiffin. You never know what's going to happen, you know, in Oxford. Lane Kiffin, I mean, he's a good coach. You know their offense is going to be pretty good. Then they got the, the big one at Georgia. That one's at Bryant-Denny Stadium. I mean, unfortunately, that's, you know, not going to be with 100,000 fans. It's going to be with 20,000 fans or whatever, however many fans. I just, you know, no tailgating on all this stuff. I mean, I just, I can't even imagine it just because I'm so used to going to these games in packed situations. Then Alabama will travel to Knoxville, Tennessee to play at Tennessee. The Volunteers, you got to think the Volunteers are a little bit more improved. I mean, Jeremy Pruitt slowly been inching Tennessee a little bit better. They have a really good coaching staff. I don't know talent-wise. I think Alabama probably still, what, 14, 21-point favorite. Um, the thing about Tennessee, I went there a couple years ago. Um, I'll, I'll bring up this, uh, this image and we'll go over it again. Went to Tennessee uh, – I think it was what a couple years ago. They played that Rocky Top song literally, I don't know, 5,000 times in a row. It was unbelievable. Call from. Hey, what's going on? You're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? Uh, Hunter from Carpet, Alabama. Hunter? Yes. What's up, Hunter? Appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, how's it going? Good to hear from you. Uh, it's, been uh, a, it's been a long time since we've talked. Yeah, yeah, it has. Uh, I just seen the show. Uh, so let me ask you this: um, What do you think? Uh, I, I, you know, um, every time we talk, uh, I'm, I'm paying attention a lot to the recruiting and everything. And Alvin is in a good spot, I think, to commit to flip the Auburn uh, running back commit. Do you think? Do you see a situation where Alabama takes a running back in this class? Um, we had our recruiting show uh, last night. You know, Bones are, you know, guru for recruiting. Um, I just kind of throw him softballs on, on the show. It's kind of fun. Um, I think he talked about Amarni Goodwine and, and said that, uh, you know, Alabama still certainly recruiting him. Um, he mentioned Kamar Wheaton. Um, and then there's another kid out of Texas. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think that um, when you look at Alabama's backfield, I mean, look at all the guys that they have right now. You know, and they have three freshmen. Um, Najee and B-Rob will be gone. Uh, you return Trey Sanders, who will be a redshirt sophomore next year. Um, it's still a crowded room. I don't know if they're going to take a running back. Um, I mean, I know Kamar Wheaton um, would be the guy that they would want to add. I mean, who wouldn't want to add him? I just I don't know if they're going to take a running back. Um, but that's a question for Andrew. And, and we had asked Andrew, um, we had talked about, will Alabama take a quarterback? Just because, you know, the quarterback's on, on the roster right now. And he said, absolutely. And sure enough, they did. Um, running back? I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, the Jaden Milrow, uh, the quarterback commit now to flip in Texas. He is. I watched some of his tape last night, and the kid it reminds me of Jalen, but with a better arm. Yeah, um, I mean, he's a specimen. Yeah. I mean, what he's like six three, what two fifteen? I mean, 
fast. I mean, no, kid's a baller. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Trey Sanders does this year, uh, and him being healthy and, and and good. And I'm still looking to see uh, uh, Kevin Harris if he gets in in, in in the lineup. I mean, that kid had a monster senior season in high school, and I think Georgia and Alabama and uh, Ohio State were the three teams that were really in the mix in his recruitment when he was being recruited. So I've been I've been high on that kid since I've seen him. Um, his high school page. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point because a lot of people are talking about the freshman outside linebackers and I think the excitement of the outside linebackers. But, I mean, you mentioned Kevin Harris. you got King Makuda. Um, those guys are just sophomores and um, or at least second-year players now at Alabama. So they have a lot of experience coming back as well um, and guys that shouldn't be overlooked. I mean, there was at one point I think Kevin Harris was close to repping with the ones. And, um, you know, I know South and Syria, at least, you know, from – from what we heard, um, you know, there's been times where, you know, King Makuda has been one of their guys. So um, two very talented guys that we really haven't talked a lot about. So I think when you look down the road at Alabama's outside linebacker position, certainly stacked. Yeah, and I'll tell you something to take that I hadn't heard being taken, taken um, last year with having Dylan Moses being out. When we had to put in Byron Young and um, in um, what's that other kid's name? Byron and uh, the other kid that played middle linebacker. Shane Lee. Shane Lee, yeah, yeah. When you had those two, and uh, everybody was talking about how devastating it was that that Dylan was out. And it was. It it created some confusion at times within the defense. But I think this is a blessing in disguise because I think what you're going to see this year is um, now you're going to have more first legs uh, in the field. Um, when when you get into certain situations where maybe you know Dylan needs a break or whatever, in certain situations where you know one of those two are better, they're better capable of, of their talent just lends them to 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 um, you know to handle a certain situation. So I, even though you know that was a bad a bad situation, um, you know I think it was a blessing in disguise um, here for this year. I mean, there's no question about it that Alabama's defense needs to improve. And I think all eyes are on Pete Golding. Um, They want to see some improvements from Pete Golding. I think, um, you know, the defensive line, you know, and and the defensive coordinator, you know, it it all comes down to him. So Alabama certainly wants to see um, production on the defense. I think as we go forward, not only are the questions about the defense, the eyes are on Pete Golding. Can he be the guy that Alabama needs to lead this defense. I know that Saban has confidence in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be the defensive coordinator, but this is certainly a big year for Pete Golding. Oh, yeah, you're right. And I'm excited to see what Christian Baltimore and see how he's improved throughout, you know, uh, you know, since this, since last season. I think he can be a really good impact player for us if he can just, you know, find a way to be a little bit more disciplined uh, on the field. See, and, and that's the thing about Christian Barmore. Um, I mean, it's like you just need to unleash him because I think he plays so nasty that, um, I mean, he's going to get to the ball carry. He's going to get to the quarterback. But I think Alabama has lacked that in the last couple of years, someone, a defensive lineman that can really chase down the quarterback. And I think it's going to be Barmore, somebody who's big and nasty. And, um, you know, Christian Barmore, LeBron Ray, uh, DJ Dell sounds like a good front three to me. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you taking my call, and uh, uh, talk to you later, man. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. All right. Vegas, man. What's up, Vegas, man? Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate the super chat. Um, you know, all super chats go to uh, the host tonight, so thank you so much. Basically, tip outs. If you don't know what um, a super chat is, um, it's basically just, you know, showing support uh, to – um, you know, the, the host of the show. So, um, it's right here on, let me take this off real quick. Um, one second, you hit that dollar sign right there and it's a, it's a super chat and this is available on YouTube. So if you're watching on Facebook, I get it. You can go to, uh, YouTube as well, but, um, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We try hard to give you a quality product. So, uh, thank you so much. And, uh, thank you very much Hunter for calling in. That was a a great call and calling line is open. 205-686-3604. I think we're right at Mississippi State when Hunter called in. Um, October 31st on Halloween, you'll get some Bulldogs um, here in Tuscaloosa. I mean, Stark Vegas. I've been to Stark Vegas a couple times. And um, 
my experience in Starkville, I mean, man, they go hard. I mean, I ate some pretty good food. It was uh, pretty country. I loved it. People were very nice. And then the cowbells, the cowbells were unbelievable. They, they ring these cowbells and then on their huge jumbotron, they have this like screen and it tells you when you can't ring these cowbells. So I've seen, I've seen Mississippi state almost take it to Alabama. It was a uh, Jalen hurts had to kind of, you know, rally the troops back. And uh, it was dicey one night down in Stark Vegas. So uh, definitely good stuff. And uh, you know, I guess uh, Mississippi state now with uh, Mike Leach leading the team, that's ex some excitement. And I'm so bummed out. We didn't get sec media days because uh, I wanted to hear a lot of these coaches speak, right? You got Jimbo Fisher, Lane Kiffin, Kirby Smart, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, Mike Leach, all those guys would have been great to to listen to. Um, speaking of listening to coaches talk, how about uh, Ed Orgeron, right? Um, that'll be a great rematch with Alabama and LSU um, down, down at Death Valley. Um, a quick story about uh, going down to uh, Death Valley. I don't know if you guys like these like quick insider stories, but you know these are my experiences because think about it from my perspective. I'm not from SEC country. I'm from uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. So being, you know, now living in SEC country for the past four years, this is all brand new to me. So I go to uh, Baton Rouge, uh, first time ever. A really beautiful city. I really love, um, you know, those the live oak trees. I'm just mesmerized by them. So uh, Baton Rouge, as you know, has the live oak trees. We go to Baton Rouge and I have never seen a larger tailgate in my life. I mean, the tailgate went for miles and miles. And I was like, I'm serious. <laughs> if Alabama, if LSU is able to beat Alabama, I'm getting an LSU shirt. And I'm a party all night long because this will be the biggest party in the country. Uh, probably still was either way without Alabama took it to them. Um, they didn't score, but what, um, what a great job that Joe Burrow did last year for them. I mean, they were very tough to beat, very difficult and um, beat Alabama in uh, Bryant Denny stadium. Something that I've, I don't think I'd ever seen that before. So since I've been here, which is crazy. So, um, you know, LSU, that'll be an interesting game. Um, no doubt about it. And then uh, Alabama will take on Kentucky. That was another add-on. Remember, Missouri and Kentucky were the two additional add-ons for Alabama's schedule during the 2020 season. Um, Kentucky might – they should be pretty good. I mean, we'll, we'll see what they, they can do. I think it'll be tough for them to play on the road. And then, of course, Alabama and Auburn. Um, I mean, last year's game, the game before that, every single game that these two teams play, um, I mean, down to the wire, Gus Malzahn is an evil genius, right? And um, I mean, he took it to Alabama last year. That game was really unbelievable. Um, here's how Nick Saban really stacks up against the teams in the SEC um, against Arkansas, 13 and 0, no problems against Auburn, just like we're talking about eight and five. Think about that, eight and five. Against Florida, six and one. Georgia, five and one. And Kirby Smart's also had Nick Saban on the ropes a couple times, right? And um, you know, Alabama's been able to get out of that situation, out of those headlocks with a backup quarterback. What a great story when Jalen Hurts beat Georgia, right? Back at you know where he lost his job. That was one. Of, that was like a movie. Um, watching that game, Alabama um, or Nick Saban rather, four and zero against Kentucky, ten and four against LSU. 12 and 1 against Mississippi State, 3 and 0 against Missouri, 11 and 2 against Ole Miss, 2 and 1 against South Carolina, 13 and 0 against Tennessee, geez, um, 7 and 1 against Texas A&M, and 3 and 0 against Vanderbilt. So that's you know that's how uh, Nick Saban rolls against the SEC, right? I mean, just uh, <laughs> taking it to pretty much everybody. Here's a look at the SEC schedule overall, and I, I'm sure you guys have. Uh, Certainly seen it, and um, let's uh, take this guy out real quick. Um, look at Georgia's schedule, I guess. Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee, Alabama. Auburn, Alabama, the front end of your schedule, that's tough. Um, especially, the, I think, with Georgia, too, the, everybody knows about their defense, but what is their offense going to do? They're going to have to find some offense quick, right, having Auburn and Alabama at the front end of their schedule. Um, Florida, Missouri. South Carolina gets a lot easier for Georgia as the schedule winds down. No doubt about that. Um, LSU opened up with Mississippi State. Mike Leach. I mean, Mike Leach is going to – he's going to bring it. I mean, who knows? I mean, never sleep on Mike Mike Leach, right? Um, you also have uh, LSU taking on Vanderbilt, Missouri, Florida. Uh, the Florida game will be pretty interesting. And then Georgia, Alabama, um, Texas A&M, the back end, and then, of course, Ole Miss. So, I don't know. Um, SEC schedule overall looks good. I mean, I, I think 
in my opinion, it's going to be more exciting because there were some of those games. I mean, come on, get this. I went to New Mexico State University and um, I mean, it's, it's not a football school by any means. And the crazy thing was, is they came up here to play Alabama. It was it was the wildest thing when I heard that the Aggies, my beloved Aggies, were coming over to Tuscaloosa. So I got to see some of my friends um, know the athletic director down there. And uh, we, we watched Alabama just completely put it to New Mexico State. And those games, I mean, waking up for a 10 o'clock game. I mean, come on. Those are snoozers. Um, you don't want to see Alabama play Western Carolina either. So I think when you look at a 10-game schedule, it's much more appealing every single week. And I think ESPN, I think the SEC Network is just licking their chops because they get to promote and showcase Alabama every single week. And let's face it, that's what they want to do. Hey, think about this and, and do this for me. Next time when you watch ESPN or you know wherever you get your college football content, who are they promoting? Are they having... You know, even Dabo Sweeney, maybe Dabo Sweeney talk. Are they having Ryan Day? Maybe, maybe not so much anymore because they're not playing football. Um, that's not a burn, right? That's just fact. Um, it's the, the truth is they're having Nick Saban talk about every single aspect of college football. He should be the college football commissioner. That's who it should be. It should be him and uh, maybe, you know, guys that really speak up, things that get things started, right? The we want to play movement, uh, Trevor Lawrence, maybe Trevor Lawrence is his VP and Najee Harris. I, I don't know, but maybe, uh, you know, Nick Saban, it's time for him to be the college football commissioner at some point. Um, all right. Call line is open. Um, why does that say uh, Jalen Milrow at the bottom of the screen? He, he That was a big commitment the other night, right? Um, call online is 205-686-3604. That's the number to call in. I'll take your calls, uh, be around for a little bit more and then I'll break out. Um, kids got school tomorrow. Big, big day for, uh, online learning, right? It's so strange. Like wake up and go to your computer, right? Raise your hand if you have kids out there. Um, what a strange year this has been, right? You ever think you'd be, uh, you know, stuck with your kids for, you know, six, seven months or whatever it's been. It's, <laughs> it's, it's been quite a ride. I'll tell you that. Um, if you're new to the channel, my name is Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. I'm the managing editor. We got tons of coverage at BamaInsider.com. I did a great one-on-one uh, -on -one interview with Kyrie Jackson, who is a junior college commitment from um, East Mississippi, committed to Alabama recently. Um, our team writer, Tony Sukas, has a great article today on Jalen Milrow. He is the Texas flip. Um, I mean, this guy's big time coming to Alabama at the quarterback position. So we got so much coverage. And, um, you know, if you want the Nick Saban press conference, if you want the Steve Sarkeesian press conference, all that coverage is organized and ready for you um, at your disposal. So definitely check it out. And um, my email, um, I'll put it up on the screen right now. And you can email me anytime if you have questions or comments um, about, you know, maybe trying out BatmanInsider.com because I know you guys um, ha have you know, options out there, but I want to make sure that, um, you have the best option to get Bam Insider and all the team nuggets that we deliver on a daily basis. So let me make sure, um, the email is correct and I'll put it at the bottom of the screen and you guys can contact me, um, anytime. And, um, there's, uh, my email right there, Kyle at BamaInsider.com. So definitely write it down reach out to me with any type of questions. Um, I help you out to the best of my ability and definitely get you hooked up to BamaInsider.com. Um, if you don't want to call in, you guys can post a question for me um, right here at the screen and um, I'll, I'll answer a couple questions just like I do on uh, Andrew Bones Recruiting Show. And um, I saw a comment that I wanted to get to um, just a little bit above. It was regarding the, the kicking game. Um, all right. What's up, Meta? I see you. Um, I think you joined us last night too, man. So thank you so much for all the support. I think when you look at Alabama's kicking game, um, could this be the year that the kicking woes are solved, right? I, I don't know. I mean, um, you have Joseph Bolobus. He's returning. He's has a lot of experience. Um, but you also have uh, Will Reichard right here. You know, Will Reichard played in five games uh, during last season. Then he had a hip flexor injury. And that was unfortunate because as a true freshman, I think he was a guy, a guy who, you know, has he he has it. And he's a guy who actually punts as well. Um, so I, I think um, he could be a guy that you see playing in many different roles. He can be, you know, kicking extra points. He can be kicking field goals. He can be kicking off. He can even be punting. Um, you see uh, J.K. Scott's little brother is now 
on Alabama's team. I think he transferred um, from somewhere in Colorado over here. I think it was he on. I, I, I don't know the. I haven't looked into the whole story, but I know um, that he's on the roster. So that's pretty interesting. And I know everybody misses J.K. Scott, right? Um, let's see. Uh, if you have questions, post them and I'll, I'll, I'll go through them right now. You can also call in 205-686-3604. And um, <laughs> I'll take your calls. I'm reading through some of these comments. They're hilarious. Uh, thanks for all the support. You know, a ton, tons of people on the show tonight. And I'll try to do this weekly um, on Wednesdays, trying to find a good rhythm to have the show and have some dialogue with you. Um, I don't know. Wednesday, you know, seems to be good because we have um, Andrew Bones recruiting show on Tuesday and then Nick Saban um, on Monday. But I, I don't know. I might have to switch that around because Saban usually speaks during game weeks on Wednesday night. But I think for fall training camp, um, let's see, let me look at the schedule. I have the entire practice schedule. Um, I'll have to see kind of how that works out, but I'm trying to figure out, you know, a rhythm to get on and, and, um, you know, get on here on each Wednesday night. So I can definitely catch up with you guys. So, um, we've gone almost an hour and I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoyed the content. Remember, please hit the thumbs up button. That really helps our channel grow. Um, we're almost at 35,000 subscribers. Um, right here on YouTube. So thank you very much for all the contributions, um, especially the super chats tonight. You know, those go right to the host, which is obviously me. So that really means a lot that you guys would uh, super chat me tonight. And I'll definitely update um, the super chat board. And let me show that one more time before I get out of here and, um, you know, get ready for Thursday. Thursday is going to be another action packed day. Alabama will have another practice and you'll get some special interviews um, on Thursday. So definitely stay tuned. And when I, when I mean special, you'll get some special interviews. Um, here's a look at our super chat hall of honor, uh, Tony Hill, Randall Williams, uh, of course, Jackie white moving on up. And then we had some new contributors tonight, uh, Ramajama certainly, um, moving his way up as well. So thank you so much for the super chats really means a lot to us right here at BamaInsider.com. Um, Big time interviews um, throughout the week, more practice footage, more practice breakdowns, more observations back on BamaInsider.com. And of course, those nuggets that you crave all at BamaInsider.com. So now is a great time um, to join the website. I've played the commercial several times before, but if you're curious about how to get free 30 days, here's how. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. This is how to get free 30 days on BamaInsider.com. First thing you got to do, go to BamaInsider.com and click on the top banner. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to create an account, email, username, password. The second thing you're going to do is confirm your subscription. Make sure that the promo code is entered right here. It says promo successful roll tide. The third thing you're going to do is enter your credit card information. It has to be valid. And don't worry, you're going to get that 30 days free. As you can see, once you've added a credit card, you're going to get the promo code. As you can see right here, it says $0. After that, you got to make sure and cancel within that 30 days if you don't want to be charged that $9.95. But... Hopefully, you're happy with all the coverage on BamaInsider.com, so you won't need to cancel. Once you're a premium subscriber of BamaInsider.com, you can access Andrew Bones' recruiting board. You can jump on the Talk of Champions message board and have a great time with thousands of Alabama Crimson Tide football fans. We hope to earn your business at BamaInsider.com. All right, so there you have it. I hope you had a good night tonight on the show. Um, thank you very much for everyone who called in. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for all the um, you know, comments in the comment box. I hope you had a great time. Please leave me feedback in the comment box. So you, I definitely want to work on my craft. I know I have a lot to work on as well, um, just like everybody does. But I want to be the best, and I want to definitely deliver the content um, in a professional manner. So make sure you get the best Alabama Crimson Tide football coverage um, that, that you get. So um, be sure and go to BamaInsider.com. Look for that free 30-day trial. We have a ton of content. Um, thank you for very much for joining me tonight. My name is Kyle Henderson. Posted my email earlier. Um, I'm coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Stay blessed. Be safe. Take care of each other. Be good people. And I'll catch up with you next time. Have a great night, everyone. And thank you very much for joining me tonight.